Ooh, guess what? We made a game and it's called Bread Rolls and it's an expansion to an existing game called Sandwich Masters. And if you like this show, you can support us by heading over to Kickstarter to check it out. Link in the description. In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. And welcome to a show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm oh. Nick. I'm Nick. Oh, I'm Nick. I'm jolly old Nick. Oh, from the yonder. Oh, goodbye, everyone. Oh, I'm, I have off, to... <laughs> I'm off now. I'm off to my home planet. <laughs> Nick died on his way back to his home planet. Uh, yeah, it's just um, no Nick. No Nick. Two out, two out of three ain't bad. Two out of three is very good for an 89th try, uh, if that's what we're on. Yeah. 89 would is... be... That would be like an A+, plus, wouldn't it? In a, if it in being, a if it grading being, system. If it, if it were being graded. Sure. Yeah. I don't quite know what the threshold is, but yeah. Mm. How, how are we? It's hard to say. I guess you kind of asked and answered it, didn't you? Um, yeah, been, I did. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been a week, hasn't it? It's been a fortnight. It's been a hell of a fortnight. It's been a lot going on, yeah. It's been, well, a, a lot going on and yet nothing going on. Yes. We've been isolating. We've been isolating, Are we yeah. going to talk about this? From uh, the well, you've brought it up now, haven't you? Yeah, we? So, it's too late now. Well, it, we kind of left last episode on a cliffhanger where we were about to go on your skag. Yes, I have survived. And then seen missing. Very much so. <laughs> yeah, very much so. I mean, like, if 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 one of us was going to die on the stag, I didn't imagine it would be Nick, to be honest. No, well, there we are. Especially, uh, especially after the amount I drank. Um, yeah. Have you drunk much post stag? I have not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. You're well. Cheers, by the way. Cheers. All, all, the, best. all the best. I am yeah. now. I'm drinking a lovely Doom Bar now. Yeah. Not much at all since the stag. No. Um. Yeah. You. Um. It. It was good. Uh, we had a good time. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Um, you you may also have been possibly the drunkest I've ever seen you. Thank you. Not my doing. No, I want to say. No, it was it was a combination of my own free will and others chucking shots at me. It was a combination of your. Uh, it was mostly your desire to please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to be popular. Yeah, I just want the people to like me. Yeah, there was a bit of that. Yeah, and uh, I guess. Uh, the, the real kind of headline, the takeaway thing, is that mm. despite all the precautions we put put in place, yeah. we we tried to make it very safe, very yeah. secure. Well, uh, and I think the, the next part of what we talk about will prove that you did. Well, we got a ping, didn't we? We got a ping. Someone yeah. on the stag, sadly for them and us, tested positive when they got home. Like the minute they got home. Um, we actually, they told us before we got pinged so we could react swiftly to the situation, which we did. So arguably, they didn't get it at the stag. Oh, I, mean, I, don't think they, I don't think so. No, my point is, my, what I'm saying is, what's the consistent factor here? They, as soon as they got home, mm. they had corona. They got it at home. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe. To, we need, can't dismiss need, that entirely. Need to move out, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever need, to sell, need to burn that flat. <laughs> Whoever you're living with, I think they should ask some very harsh questions yeah. of themselves. 
Um, but he got a ping and he did he have did. it, sadly for him. But he's fine now. Yeah. And uh, we all isolated in line with government guidelines. We did. And none of us got it. Yeah. So, so that's cool. Yeah, and it's just it's just weird, isn't it? Because like uh, we've we've both kind of emerged blinking mm, from right, our. Yeah. Well, our, I only left the cocoon. house um, properly today. Uh, yes, properly. Anyway, I've been walking the dog out the back um, yesterday, but beyond that, I have not been to a supermarket for two weeks. I've not done lots of stuff for two weeks. No, I've um, the best part of. I've mowed the front lawn and the back lawn. Where they look lovely. Uh, it was kind of like I kind of imagined it was a lot like uh, having a, being under house arrest or having like an ankle bracelet. Because mm. I think my understanding is I've, I've yet to be arrested. They haven't caught me yet, bastards. No. But like, um, come at me. <laughs> but I imagine, you know, it's like you know they put like a barrier around your property and, yeah. and you're allowed to go on your lawn. Geotag it. Yeah, but I was kind of like I was imagining like oh if I step over, yeah, oh, you know, the, the flirt, feds will show up, flirting with danger. Five police cars immediately converge on the house. But also a seagull, as, as uh, a seagull couple, have started nesting on our roof, and that's the greatest well, deterrent. Well, I was on my approach to your house. The first thing I heard was squawking seagulls. Yeah, the sound of the sea is very relaxing. <laughs> and then I got a shell, and I pulled it to my ear. The the thing is, they're dive bombing. You know, it was maybe the best week to stay indoors that you could because imagine. Because they're having a pop at people. Yeah, they were they were dive bombing have dogs. You been, and have, stuff. You, have they dive bomb you this week? They've gotten close. Yeah, I got dive bombed by a seagull once when I tried to help it. Uh, what's the young seagull called? Chick? Uh, yeah, why not? Sure. Um, and it came it came right at me. It was going to hit me. I had to jump in the car and drive off. <laughs> and I regret running over the uh, the chick now, if I'm honest. <laughs> I believe no, me. I did not run over the chick, for clarity. You know, and that and I know that like uh, that school trip were all screaming for help, but they, you, you were right <laughs> to leave them. That's just dead weight. Well, you know, <laughs> if they're not going to contribute. And when the tide came in anyway, I mean... <laughs> As for your grandma, she shouldn't have mouthed off like that. <laughs> oh um, dear. So so yeah, we've um yeah, and you're also uh I believe uh getting married. Ah, now I remember. Yes. Yes, I am getting married uh still a week or so to go. Yes. Uh but yeah, that's happening. And that's not hyperbole, that's not like oh it's a week away. It is actually pretty much like a week away. Yeah, it's a week and nine days. Nine like. days, nine yeah. Nine days exactly. Wow. In nine days from now, hopefully we will be yeah, just relaxing outside. So I'm sure Chilling, like, out relaxing, of, relaxing out, or cool. Out of all things you'd like on your agenda, mm. kind of going into wedding planning. Sure. I kind of imagine that like a, a COVID scare and isolating is not high that on my list. That wasn't high on my list. However, if we're going to take the positive, pun intended, um, then it's that it sharpened minds. Mm. Let's say that. It certainly sharpened my nose. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that we... We're with a guy, and there's no doubt about it. He had coronavirus. <laughs> he's had it. He's had it since, um, and we uh, were with him all weekend, and we didn't get it. I think is a good thing and should be celebrated for a your safety protocols and b let's say the vaccine. Let's say the vaccine and probably the alcohol. Yes, probably. I'm perfectly smooth on the inside now. <laughs> probably quite sterile. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Um. Yeah, I have to say that I, it was a bad week to quit cocaine because mm. my nasal cavity is uh, is you know certainly if you're ravaged. a football fan as well. Yeah, indeed. Um, but yeah, like, like doing all those LFD tests. Oh, uh, that yeah, it got very irritating. Yeah, to be honest, I've I'd only ever done one or two before the stag, and I've done maybe fifty. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm not I'm not kidding about that now. Yeah, it's um because thankfully thankfully my hay fever. 
finally died down. Good. The stag was a nice break from hay fever, actually. It, well, it was it was uh, the right combination of elements, I'd say, yeah. to avoid the hay fever. No, because we were I... in quite a, a big outdoor grassy area. Yes, believe me, I was I was worried. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a nightmare, but it's wonderful. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just shows I'm clearly only allergic to this county Must that be. I call home. To be fair, Nick was the closest to injuring himself on the very first night. Yes. When he fell off a uh, zip wire. Now, admittedly, uh, it was... Uh, okay, so to set the scene, it was like a kind of isolated property. Mm. Uh, very serial... You know, it would be a good kind of slasher it, movie. It would be an excellent place to hide a body. Indeed, yes. For sure. Um <laughs> 17 guys came in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 16 How many left? I don't know. <laughs> um, and it came with a uh, an outdoor... Uh, oh, I don't know how you'd even describe it. Like a kind of rope adventure, adventure course. Yeah, let's say that. Uh, it, was like, it was like Trumbull Land, but less... Um... Nobody's going to get that reference. No? Is Trumbull Land only a Gloucester thing? Was it not a popular it's brand? Barely a... Trumbull Land was a soft play venue in the middle of Gloucester. Yes. When we were young. It's probably closed down now. But it was a, a yeah, it was like a rope climb. Um, you know the logs you step on as like a an assault course. You know soft logs. Yeah, tires. You Everything step was in. padded. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Well, it was. That's not like a. I'm trying to. Were they? I'm trying to paint a pic. Yes, it was. Yeah, okay. it's not. It's not like hey kids go. Here's kids, the, kids. Here's the lumber section of B and Q. Go crazy. <laughs> no, it's like um, yeah, it's like everything was like foam and it was like yeah, as you say, like a safe obstacle course. Yeah. That children couldn't die on. In theory. In theory, yeah. In theory. Nick, Nick tried his best. Yeah, so admittedly, now the owners have said, by the way, we've got this rope course, mm. go hog wild. There was a, there was a sign there was a hand on the ro- entrance saying, please don't enter the rope course because it's dangerous. Yeah, un- yeah. Un- under no circumstances yeah. use the rope but course. But they had told us to. The owners had basically said, go crazy. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, now, when we went in, I was a little surprised with the amount of jagged, broken wood, which was just literally there was a lot of it, yeah. every surface. Yeah. And because we'd driven up with Nick, yeah. So it was you, me, Nick, and a couple of others at that yes. point. Yes. And when we went into, uh, in terms of comedy, comedy, it was it was kind of amazing timing on Nick's part. Yeah. Um, it's funny because he didn't die, die, or become disabled. Because we'd had um, we'd had conversations on the way up mm. in the car about legitimately how Nick is always the guy who jumps into a thing first did, yeah. and then seriously injures himself yeah in fact he has i think he's talked about it on the show swung on a rope swing mm. once and it snapped and he fell and broke a vertebrae yes. in his back correct um so lightning so he was the likeliest candidate for this yeah so we, we just sent him on the on the zip wire so so we're going to this uh into this rope course which is at best dilapidated probably haunted let's mm. be honest yeah um there's lots of just jagged wood on the floor mm-hmm. everywhere absolutely and Nick, without skipping a beat, sees a zip line. I yeah, Nick required no encouragement to do what he did. You can't I must st- say this from a legal standpoint. You can't stop that guy going no. on a zip line. He loves it. He went straight on it. Yeah, so he he um he races towards the zip line mm. uh and he, he hops on and he's off. Yeah. He went. He was gone. Now our good friend trainer, yeah, who's a very I've got to say, very sharp fellow. Yeah. Very observant. He's the kind of guy who would who would be good to have around after a crisis. In, indeed. <laughs> And I was standing extra trainer as we as we mm. watched Nick careen down his zip line, <laughs> and we were watching this kind of like a, like a comedy like coiled piece of rope mm. uh, on the edge that he just jumped. It was off. It, was, it was wrapped around the platform, basically. Yes. But it was like a big like a pirate ship 
spool yeah. of rope was suddenly like unwinding rapidly <laughs> as Nick was shooting down the zip line, and Trainer was going like, "I think he's tethered to the end." <laughs> and the moment he said that, the rope snapped taut. Nick's yeah, Nick yeah, it's Nick halted very abruptly midair. Yeah, midair. Uh, swung as you would. Yeah, the rope he was hanging from instantly just. Yeah, uh, the, rope, the rope from the zip, the top of the zip wire to where Nick was sitting on on the like rubber seat, yeah. snapped at the top in and a Nick, second. Nick just plummeted, yeah, uh, right onto his ass. Right, and we're yeah. talking maybe like four, five foot. It six. wasn't, yeah, it wasn't hard. Yeah, but he did land on his on the on the the hard bit. He, he landed on, on the like, hard bit and on his ass yeah. slash back. So he's he took he took it all in the spine, yeah, which is great. Yeah, he, he very narrowly missed one of the jagged pieces of wood as well. Yeah, and very narrowly. However jagged you're picturing this wood, yeah, it's not quite jagged it, enough. It's jaggeder. Like that. this is kind of like if you'd land on it, it probably would have gone in him. In hindsight, we probably should have moved it. We, well, again, he didn't give as much. No, he that's just true. he was hungry for. Yeah, he, he, he really wanted it. He really he? wanted that rope swing. Yeah, um, but he was fine. He was fine. He was all right. It was. We we went. Are you all right? And then. At the end of all right, I'd already started laughing, to be honest. He's got very few nerve endings left yeah, to exactly. Um, but no, he was fine. As far as I know. I haven't seen him since. Just going back to uh just going back to Trumbleland. Sure. I think as a kid I used to love Trumbleland. It was amazing. Yeah. I, I remember it being massive, although in like light, all likelihood it was probably pretty small. It was probably the size of this room. Well, there was a, we had a lot of childhood birthday parties there. Yeah. And it was in Gloucester, the, yeah. the thriving metropolis of Gloucester. I don't think it's there anymore. No. I think not. as a kid, I somehow thought it was called Tumbleland. I'm sure it was called Trumbleland. You're right. Yeah. So I'm guessing Trumble was actually the name of the people who... Do you think? I think so. Unless, it, unless mean... it's a mix between Tumble and something else. Rumble. Rumble. There you go. <laughs> Let's get ready to Let's rumble. Let's get ready to trumble. Um, Writes itself. And of course, that is, you know, as a kid... It's a uh, it's a uh, it's a childhood wonderland. You know, you've got uh, a ball pit. Yeah, uh, all of that. You know, uh, slide into the ball a pit. Slide. You know, uh, like a net you can climb yeah. over. It's like a proper like obstacle yeah. course. Two stories. Two stories of yeah. it. And then I I always thought I was going to fall through the uh, gaps in the the rope bridge. Yeah. Never did. Never did. Never did. Uh, and years later. Mm. Years, years, years later, went to a Christmas party oh, yeah. uh, down in Melksham. Sure. Which was organised by the amazing team who put on the uh, Gone But Not Forgotten Melksham Comic Con, mm. which was a great, great weekend. Very good. Well, good. Such a good party atmosphere. But we went to the Christmas party. Yeah. And they hosted the Christmas party in. Nice. Like I a, know where this is going. In a bigger version of Trumbleland. Nice. So, you know, like when the kids are away. Yeah, yeah. And then they lock the That's door. That's probably a good extra revenue stream for such a. Well, here's uh, the venue. thing. They, they were serving food. Yeah. I think you could buy beer. Yeah. And then just go wild. And it was bigger. Go wild on this massive obstacle. That, if anything, sounds more dangerous than the children being there. Well, <laughs> if you're pissed up doing it. But here's the thing. We were like. Because I guess I was probably like 25 at the time. Mm and we go, we go there. Yeah. And, and literally like, literally like the, the doors open and your eyes are like, finally. You know, yeah. I haven't done this since I was a kid. Like, this, this is my moment. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> Within 10 minutes, everybody's dying. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's no like... one's got the, the, the sort of breathing capacity for that anymore. No, honestly, like, I was so... It was so weird. Like, I was yeah. so... Tired isn't even a word. It's like my body just shut down. I like you do it once, and then you're panting. You're lying yeah. on the floor, and everything hurts. But as a kid, you'd be there for hours. Yeah, it felt like hours, certainly. Mm. 
You'd be like, yeah, just running around, spinning on that little platform that hangs from the ceiling. Ah, oh, Trumbull Land. Well, this is a bit like um, we've talked about it many a time on the show, but the uh, the trampoline park in I drove in past that today. And yeah, I thought I've never actually been. Well, we I have. Yeah, I've, I've told you, you about it. Break your rib on it. Uh, I feel like if I didn't shatter a vertebrae, I came very <laughs> close. Like um, it, we are a, we are getting on. I'm feeling a it little. Not, I'm very aware of that. Yeah, it worries me actually. I mean, I mean, it's just as well we were isolating because, good God, my hangover lasted a week anyway. So. I, yeah, Jesus. From the stag. Yeah. I mean, you're probably still drunk for three days, to be honest. I Yeah, we can't rule that out. It is, joking aside, that was the drunkest I've ever, ever seen yeah, you. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's probably the, one of the drunkest I've ever been, if not the. Yeah. I would imagine. It was It was a treat, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, did, I, knew, I was lucky to avoid a concussion. Yes. Because I missed, I, I leant down where there wasn't a post. And nearly, well, I did whack my head on a beer keg. I feel like... And and um, everyone thought I had a concussion. I'm kind of well aware that, like, our key demographic is kind of, like, 20 to 35. Mm. There might be some younger, more impressionable listeners. Don't, it's not worth doing. I would advise against it. No, and I, yeah, I... I have it was s- my stag do, and therefore, in my mind, all bets were off. But it turns out, you can still hurt yourself, even on your stag do. Yeah, funny that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it was all good fun. It's all good fun until someone gets a concussion. It's all good fun. There did come a point where a few of us, the more sober of us, <laughs> were genuinely worried that you you busted your head. In yeah, because you were. That's fair. Yeah, I know. That, I know that not everyone was worried. No, no. And I have to say, uh, there were certain certain elements in in the stag group, certain more unsavoury elements who may have sure. who may have fed your insatiable lust for booze. They may have <laughs> plied you with alcohol. Yes. Um, there was a big game on. There was. It was un- understandable. England's quarterfinal. Indeed. Was on. Yes. And uh, Nick and I were sitting outside the you, tent. I remember. Yeah. Not because we we uh, we didn't we didn't uh, give the impression of caring. We just didn't care. Yes. No. <laughs> so, I I believe you. <laughs> yeah. And I saw you at half time. Mm. You came out. Yeah. Uh, to see us. We, we were by the barbecue having I, a nice I, chat, yes. having a beer, and you came out and you were wasted. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's reached. But kind of, he's reached the point. He, he, I was like, he's reached the point where he's pretty wasted, but he yeah. seems happy. And you were, you were, you were like, you were, you were caring. You were there. Thank you. You were. I don't know if you remember, but you were saying like, guys, don't want you to feel that you're not welcome. No, I remember. You yeah. yeah, you I, do. I, re- I, so you I remember that? Yeah, yeah. What? Did, when did you stop remembering things? Um, to be honest, this will this will sound disingenuous, but it's true. I didn't really. You remember, I remember, you remember everything. I remember. I remember the immediate aftermath of hitting my head. Because I remember everyone going, "Oh my god, are you all right?" Yeah. So I, I remember pretty much all of it. The thing is, like when 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 Nick and I became aware of that, uh, the story as it was told to us was mm. that he nearly hit his head. He's fine. Oh, because I you, didn't know that. Yeah, because because everyone was terrified that you'd cracked your head on a keg. Yeah. Um, I've heard I've heard contrasting versions. We're making this sound pretty bacchanalian, aren't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess it was a bit. Yeah. But the again, the upshot of it is I'm fine. You are was, fine. Was, is, and am. Yes. It was when we were trying to get a burger inside you to sober you up. Well, I saw there. a photo of that the morning after of me right. eating a burger. My God, my belly looked big in that. <laughs> I, thought, I just thought, look at the state of that. I just saw it. That I think the trainer showed me the photo the morning after of me eating a burger. And I was like, look how fat he looks. <laughs> I think. Look at him. I think I think a factor may have been that you lost such mus- muscle control yeah. at that point that you were just slumping. Probably. Quite, yeah. 
you were basically posture was not my friend at that yeah point. it was a little scary because when we were saying like oh don't worry he's fine he didn't hit his head mm. and then i was like can we get some light on his head and then i was like <laughs> so you're saying he didn't hit his head yeah then why has he got an eggs an egg-shaped lump on the side of his head <laughs> The thing is, that if they did have a lump, then it went down pretty quickly. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't feel it at all. No, um, in the days after. Yeah. So I think, I think, don't fall over. No. But I was okay. No, don't do most of the things you did. Thank you. That evening. That's a good. That's good advice. Talking to the audience. I'm talking to you, <laughs> my good friend. <laughs> Thank you. My lifetime friend. I'm taking it on board. Please don't do that again. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was. No, I won't. That was worrying. I won't. Yeah. Let that be a lesson to all of you. Indeed. And there are certain things that happened afterwards, which I will not repeat well, on the podcast. No, probably best. Because um, I feel we've... We'll be- lose listeners. Or gain a different or gain subsection different, yeah. of... Gain, of gain listeners we don't want. Yeah. I uh, I feel we, I feel I've gotten to know you a lot better. Thank you. Because of... Yes. Yes. Having heard the stories. Jesus Christ. I wish I could forget that. That'd be fun. <laughs> I can only apologise that that's now burned into your brain. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if, we can... if any of the listeners are interested, feel free to, free to approach me directly. Yeah. Buy him a drink. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll tell you and I'll show tell, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But remember, kids, drinking isn't big or clever. No, that is true. No. That is actually true. Having said that... Would you like another? Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, uh, you go, you go. I'll, I'll fill for a minute. Um, we had a good time on the stag, in case anyone's concerned that... It was just debauchery. It was not. We had a good time. We had a Taskmaster-themed daytime. Uh, for those of you familiar with the show, we did a lot of uh, Taskmaster-esque tasks, um, included eating a lemon. Uh, you ate a lemon. I ate a lemon. I ate a watermelon, or a lot of oh. it. Um, what else did we do? Uh, make the tallest tower. Um, put as many individual things in this cup as you can. Um... Uh, throw this egg as far as you can without breaking it. Yeah. That was a good one. Did it all. It was all very... very um, it's very things you would see on Taskmaster. Indeed, sure. yes. Uh, no, it was good because um, uh, it's a fun show. I you love know? it. I love Lot. Taskmaster. And of course, the, the piece de resistance was you've got to eat a watermelon. Yeah, the, but probably people who have watched Taskmaster or are familiar with it will know that one of the most eat, uh, famous ones or yeah. infamous... Should we was, just just going to put on. a pin in that very quickly? In the rare event that you're not familiar with the concept of mm. Taskmaster, yeah, the gimmick is it's a bunch of like British comedians who are set bizarre, mundane tasks to mm. do, and then they are judged. Yes, it w- with no particular like rules no, or logic. It's a comedy or, panel show with a twist. Yeah, so it'd be like uh, I don't know how how uh, make a tower out of coconuts or something. Yeah, Off yeah, that go. sort of thing. You've got a minute. Make the be- make the best freestanding bridge on this model train set. Yeah, something like that. That sort of yeah. thing. And the famous one is uh eat as much watermelon as you can. Um so um there's a comedian in called a Ramesh in a in a minute, yeah. yeah. There's a comedian called Ramesh Ranganathan and <laughs> Basically, his tactic was to chuck the watermelon on the floor and just eat it off the floor. And I took that um, you were, tactic and ran with it. That was the final task of the day. Yeah. And we knew we had to end on a high. Yeah. Because I remember you, I think it was on my, on my pre-stag a few years ago. Yeah, that's when we watched it. We watched yeah. a ton of Taskmaster. Yeah. And <laughs> when you showed me that clip, I thought I was going to die. Like, yeah. It was just the funniest... Like, well, I've again, ne- I think it was Trainer who turned us onto it. Yeah, yeah, it was because again, like you just, you just got to see this, you got to watch it, and like it was, it was great. If you haven't seen it, go on YouTube. Look at it, it is out there. Yeah, Taskmaster, it's, it's unreal. Taskmaster Watermelon, you'll find it. 
So and again, it's like you you were you you knew what to do. Like well, you have a strategy. As soon as you gave me a watermelon, I think you knew what I was well, going to do. Well, in, indeed, it. yeah. And I did throw it straight on the floor. Yes, and ate I, as much as it of it as I could. Because I spent a lot of time putting bin bags down. Because you knew that was about. I to knew happen. it was coming, and the yeah. very first thing you did was drag the table out of the way, Correct. thus moving the the bin yeah. bags that I'd put down. Yeah, which is fine. It's your skag. You can do what you want. Thank you. Um, I won though. You certainly did. I, um, but like by a by oh, a way. Okay, so we had we had so the idea was uh, we weighed the watermelon beforehand, and then yeah. we weighed it at the end. Yeah. And of course, we deducted how much you know he'd eaten. Uh, so we had three people going for it. Uh, if I remember correctly, Larry. Larry did it. I think Larry. Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. I think Larry ate 300 grams of watermelon. Mm. Isaac ate 500 grams yeah, of watermelon right. in a minute. Yeah. You ate 800, ate 800 grams. Yeah. 800 grams. And I kept of saying afterwards, because bear in mind I've been drinking beer all day. Yeah. I felt incredible. Mm. I had 800 grams of watermelon. I felt so good after that. I was walking around just feeling refreshed. Could be onto a winner, though. Yeah, it was great. I would recommend it if you don't eat it like I did. No. But eat it, because it, it it felt terrific. We had, obviously, and before that, we had uh, eat a lemon. We had a race to eat a lemon. Yeah, I think that gave me acid reflux. I mean, it's I pretty, had quite bad acid reflux. It's pretty rough, not going yeah. to lie. But again, Larry, who's generally a bit of a superhuman at yeah. everything. He was, did very well on that. That was kind of like... That was impressive. That was carnal, like yeah. watching him eat that lemon. Like he just went to town on it. I was second in that one. I was I was a proud second to Larry on that one. The very first task of the entire weekend was peel a banana mm. without using your hands. Yeah, and it was it was. Someone started eating it, and they were like, "I don't like bananas." But it was, they were like, "You don't have to eat it." Yeah, but that was uh, Pete, Pete B. Was it Pete not? B? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but but again, what a hero! Yeah, because again, smashed it. Because Nick Nick was one of the contestants mm. doing eat a banana. And it's like, uh, eat a banana without using your hands, go. Yeah. And, and then there's that moment of confusion. And, like, and Nick, bless him, was kind of like, he was trying to like elbow it or something. Yeah. And Pete was like, wait, you say, don't use your hands. Can't use my hands. Yeah. It's like, right. And he just basically threw his head at it. Yeah. And was much. like ripping chunks out of his yeah. teeth. I've never seen... Never people seen people really went for it the, like the whole day. Absolute beast mode. To be fair, I bet outlandish. you were thinking, I hope they go for it. Yeah, everyone, it was... everyone to a man went well, yeah, for it. Yeah, that's the thing. Because that was the worry. I was like, oh, if people aren't up for it, it's not going to mm. work. But yeah, for the first one, let's warm them up. Eat a banana, <laughs> eat a banana without using your hands. Yeah. That's a solo. That's a solo challenge. Yeah, do that. And then it was like, right, you've got five minutes to build the tallest freestanding tower. Yeah, that go. was good. We all just ran. Yeah, it was well good. People just went for it. Yeah, well, we were stacking wheelie bins on top of each other. Yeah, that was there, our there was a fire escape outside the building. Yeah, so we were, we lent them up, and then we sort of they were freestanding by the end. Mm. And then one was chuck a jelly into this cup from the longest. It was. It wasn't the longest distance, but we. I said, go upstairs and chuck it from the top, and that it was. It was that. So Lat- we did that lateral one. thinking. Lat- yeah, that's what you want. Exactly. Yeah. There you so go. it was good. We it had good, good fun. Yeah. We had good fun. What came afterwards was a bit crap, but we got through it. So. We got through, and uh, there's a there's a wedding coming up. I hear. Sure is. That's gonna be all right. Yeah. Get through that. See you there. Be there. Be there. Well, if, if you're invited. If you're not invited, don't be there. No, we'll but, give we'll give yeah. you a. We'll I'll let you know special, how it went. We'll do a special kind of roundup. We'll, we'll probably record one during the wedding, I expect. One of these. Oh, why not? Yeah, might as well. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be busy. You've got nothing else going on. I don't think I'm no. going to be busy. No, I mean, it's like, and what's an hour? Yeah. What's, a, what's an hour? No one's going to miss me for an hour. Nah, it'll be fine. Yeah. There's always a lull. <laughs> no, normally while these things. Normally while those vowels are going. Yeah. <laughs> breath. <laughs> breath. <laughs> what have you got? John, not now. Room tone. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> but one time in your life where you're not a dick while we're recording yeah. room tone, Jesus. But I just, I've started doing my vows and I just go, my hate is... Oh, no. <laughs> um, But yeah, I guess uh, I know uh, we're, f- we're, we're riffing, we're freeforming. We are. While Nick is in here, but we probably should do the actual we should show, on, yeah. shouldn't we? Um, well, Chris Ray, man of the Should moment. I do one? International man of mystery. Well, you got a hate? Yes, I do. I feel if I don't talk about this one now oh, on go. this podcast, I probably never will. I hate being single. No. Okay. But that's a good guess. No, my hate is penalty shootouts. It's topical. Okay. But I actually do. Um, penalty shootouts, for those of you who don't know, uh, come at the end of a football match when there's not been a winner in a knockout game, and then they take spot kicks to decide, um, at best out of five, to decide who goes through or wins the tournament or whatever. Well, England lost one, notably on... on well, that's not... Go that, on. That's a partial, you're correct, that's you're a partial truth, is it you're not? Because is it not... There's extra time first, because well... Mm. Mm. There's extra time first, but yes. I'm focusing on the penalty side of it. So cause don't they, they add up all the wasted time that was... That's stoppage time. Oh. Extra time is just a standard half hour. Oh, okay. At okay. the end of the game. Oh, right. Just okay. to see if there's a winner. Um, okay. Give them a bit more time. And then it goes to penalties. But they're so nerve-wracking all the time. Even teams I don't care about, I just feel my heart pounding. I've yeah. ne- I'm in a fortunate situation in my life that as a football fan, I've never had one that matters with my club, which is Gillingham, I may have mentioned it. Um, but England, obviously I have them quite a lot. And even just watching as a neutral, I find them just heart-wrenching and awful and so nerve-wracking to actually be a part of. Is the weird... <sighs> Isn't the weird thing though? It's like a penalty, like a a a, a, a penalty shootout mm. is a very different set of skills to actually winning a football game. Yeah, you know it's, it's I mean? essentially can you score a goal from twelve yards? But that's like, in theory, a child could do it. But but my, I guess my point is, Probably it's like but... it's not indicative of the actual sport. No, but could you? Can you think of a better way? Probably to score. That's the thing. I don't know. I just, just win like... it in normal time. But it's weird, though, isn't it? Because like certain sports are very high scoring mm. games others are very low scoring sure a nil nil draw is possible is a very common it is it's a very common you've, thing you've seen your fair shares i certainly have yeah some we real mentioned it on the last podcast yeah. i think so how would you i mean do you think football would be more exciting if there were more goals potentially depends what you define as exciting well okay well look in basketball yeah uh, as i understand it yeah. i watched a documentary about basketball yeah as I understand it, the moment Expert the moment the team, a team, gets the ball, mm. they have 15 seconds to take a shot. I don't actually know. You probably know more about this than I do. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm sure someone will correct me. But that's my understanding. Mm. It's like you're probably right. there's a timer that starts. And like if your team gets possession, yeah. you have to do something meaningful with that ball yeah. within 15 seconds. That makes or, sense. Or you give it to the other team. That makes sense. Now, at the same time, a basketball court is a lot smaller. Yeah, I don't know how you'd police that. There'd be so much tactical yeah. play involved. But there's a lot of, but football. But what, a goal, yeah. a goal is a release of emotion. Yes. Speaking as a fan, but they come if so it rarely. Happened, if it happened sixty times a game, yeah, you'd you'd get bored. But at the same time, people watch rugby. Yes. Which is a very high-scoring game. Relatively, it's because you score points rather than yeah goals. But it's like uh, I don't know. Is it better to win by? One nil, or or is it better to win by like ninety five to seventy? What's more? That sounds very stressful. Um, I was saying, what's more interesting? I would find a one nil win more engaging. I think 
Because I'm emotionally invested in that. Well, I was saying, are you also... But that's me, that's me, the football fan, not me, the neutral. But I'm saying that's the point. Like, you've invested so many years of your life. Yeah. To admit now that football oh, it would, could it be would, more... It would destroy you. It would just you. tear my soul yeah. apart. Yeah, for sure. I um, listened to Uh-oh. a podcast oh, yeah. the other day. Was it this one? I uh, know it was a better one. Oh, that's all of them. As impossible as that, seems, as that might be to believe. Uh, no, and they were talking about... It was an American podcast, but they briefly talked about... No, I tell you, it was a YouTube video. Oh, that's much better. For some reason, it comes up on my algorithm, and there's a channel on YouTube, and I can't remember what they're called, but they talk about weird rules Mm. in sport. Okay. As in, like, times that a rule has been exploited because it isn't... Yes. Like the Air Bud thing. I understand. There's no rule that says a dog can't play basketball. Yeah. So we'll put a dog on the team. yeah, Yeah, why not? And it was... And they mentioned... Soccer, you know, over in F- F- football. Yeah, they're like you know, to the English, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. soccer. Uh, we call and, it football because that's what it is. It is indeed because it's, it's a ball that you kick. Yeah, uh, and uh, they talked about a time when a referee mm. scored a goal mm. for a team. Right, deliberately. Deliberately. That seems unlikely. I'm it, not calling you. Ha- I'm not calling you a liar. No, John, it, it but... happened. Okay. Uh, and it was not like uh, in League One, Two, or it would even have been, Seven. Yeah, it some, was very somewhere at some point. It was very low down, but it was official enough to get him in trouble. That would be. It'd be great to watch that. It's not like it's not like you know if if heaven forbid you and I were having a kick around. <laughs> and uh, I, I'll pass. I'm busy. I think. And actually. Nick and Nick was refing, and Nick. Yeah. Was, it, Nick's you know, on a rope swing. It was technically getting ready to ref. Well, yeah. in much the same way that you've said many a time. That if we worked our way up through the local leagues yeah. and were good enough, we yeah. could eventually make our way up into, sure. say, the Premier Why not? Premier League. Yeah. So it was an official game, mm. but it was between, like, I don't know, um, uh, uh, Quincy Rangers versus, good. you know, uh, up, Uptown Forest Sevens or Excellent. something like that. You know, like re- real, like, nobody yeah, teams. Yeah, sure. Uh, and one team was losing, like, 20 nil, And the ref got fed up. And the ref just went and scored a goal. That's great stuff. Uh, I admire that. And he argued, I think, I'm probably getting this anecdote terrible, mm-hmm. he argued that there was actually no rule that said a ref couldn't score a goal. See, interestingly now, there is a rule that says if the ball touches the ref at all, accidentally or otherwise, there must be a, the game must stop and there must be a drop ball. Oh. So maybe that's why. Is that a new rule? Maybe that's... Um, that rule in particular is quite new yes so in theory before if the ref if the ball hit the ref and went in you can't do much about it. yeah because i think now obviously you can't because i think they talked about that in that in this video they said you could technically use the ref yeah oh yeah bank you could bank a shot off the ref back then you could yeah i'm I'm talking relatively recently like maybe five six years ago Mm. that was still a rule wow so there you go okay but penalties 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 i hate just because it's so tense yeah. You've come all this way, you've invested in this game, and particularly for the players who have trained their whole lives for this moment, and it's just a penalty kick. That any anyone in, in any walk of life could score in theory, and yeah. they as professional footballers have to stake their reputation, because they will be remembered for this, especially in a high-profile game, Oh yeah, such as the Euro final, which was the weekend just gone. Well, yeah, because it, it's, no, it's horrible, which is what I was kind of getting to. But you're ailing your head as well. Like, yeah. You hear footballers talk about penalty shootouts and what they actually have to go through, and it sounds like mental torture. Oh, no, it'd be horrendous. It'd be, it'd be horrendous if only 22 people were watching. Yeah. 
The whole world's watching. The whole world watching, yeah. No, I, I, my heart goes out to him. an absolute nightmare. I watched a penalty shootout recently between Torquay United and Hartlepool United. <laughs> I, I cannot stress enough how little I care about either of those clubs. But I watched that. I was like, this is so stressful. Yeah. I'm so stressed watching this. But again, because... Just because of the tension. Because I know I, I'm not a... This might shock you to learn, but I'm not a sporting person. <gasps> I know, I know. It's... um, No... <laughs> Not before the wedding. Don't, don't die. Don't die. Uh, I'm not a sporting person, and uh, and yeah, I I do understand and expect and uh, sorry and respect and admire mm. the skill of of, of being sure. top of your craft. Mm. Like to go like you know I I can do one thing very 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 well, and I feel that you could be the best footballer in the world, yeah. and you still probably fail half of all penalties. Yeah. you you took. Especially if you're up against a professional goalkeeper. Yeah, and then everyone's going to. But go... equally, if you if you go the right way with your kick, you will score. Mm. If unless you put it wide, which we did happen. <laughs> but again, it's, it's, on the weekend. But again, it's unfair. It's like you know, uh, people will go, "Oh, he missed that shot. He's got to be shit." What's like, yeah. no, he's probably like top of his game. It's like probably like a absolute A game. Yeah. Football. But even as a fan, like that, that is from sort of the player's size. But it's gut wrenching watching it as a fan. I am yeah. so lucky that. The last penalty shootout Gillingham were involved with before I started supporting them was just before I started supporting them, ironically. Well, how would you, I guess, have there been... I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle that, I don't think. England ones I could just about bear, and that's awful. But the thing is, but again, because it's a low-scoring sport, it's like, mm. if you can't score uh, the winning goal in 90 minutes, mm. like, okay, let's give them another half an hour. Yeah. In two hours, if you can't <laughs> score more goals, yeah. like, what's, like... What's the alternative? Have they ever done... Don't think so. Alternatives to the penalties. I know that in kids' sport, they run from the halfway line with the ball and they just have like a what's called a one-on-one. So it's the player against the keeper. That's in kids'... kids. Um... What, and they let they make the kid run from the halfway yeah. line? That seems needless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, take that. That'll show you for not winning the game. Am I dreaming? Has there ever been... I'm going to say something very stupid Go now. On. Has there ever been a concept of the golden ball? Yeah, sure has. Golden, golden goal, it's called. Golden goal. Yeah, so in in... 2000, in 98 and 2000, a semi-final, no, a quarter-final was won with the golden goal at France 98 World Cup. And the whole tournament was won with a golden goal at Euro 2000. And that's the idea that... Both by France. That's, that's the idea that the next goal... Next goal wins. Next goal wins. Which is fun. But then everyone decided it wasn't fair. But also, if you say the next goal wins... That was how we used to play at lunchtime at school. Next goal, you play for an hour... And then the bell rings, and you go, next girl wins. But also... I, Rendering the last hour completely Believe pointless. me, I wouldn't know. Unless I glimpsed it out the window of my Magic the Gathering club, <laughs> I would not have seen... But like... But, but again, again, if it's a draw, and nobody's winning, mm. and somebody goes, okay, next goal wins, yes. Yeah. But that's technically the same. Like, it doesn't add much. No, but then if someone scores, because someone's made a horrendous error... Then it's harsh. Yes, but if someone scores, it's like I'm saying you give them 90 minutes and, and nobody scored a goal. Yeah. You give them an extra half hour, nobody scored a goal. Yeah. I don't know. What are we paying these people for? <laughs> what, are we, what are we paying these people for? Score these a tens goal. of thousands of pounds. Don't they um don't they measure footballers like kind of footballer's worth or career be measured by like, well he's played he's played four thousand hours, but he's not scored yeah, sort of. It, that's that's sort of f- a form thing. Like yeah. if you're if you if you play a certain amount of time but have been shit for that entire time, yeah, odds are your value will go down. Yeah, 
Whereas if you've played that time and scored 20 goals and played really well, then your value will go up. It's but, a natural commodity. But I guess like if you're a, a defence... Very good. Or kind of... Yeah, but people who watch football and know football will value the contribution of the defence yeah. rather than just goals. But if you, you base it on clean sheets, you base it on tackles, passing, accuracy. But if you if you if you're a uh, an owner of a club, mm, very good. or a thank you, <laughs> or a a, a manager, mm, a coach, if you're like that triumvirate, mm. and you're like uh, we've bought this player, mm-hmm. and uh, we paid however many millions uh, for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Caught it. We've. Um, We've paid however many millions for him. Uh, are you expecting? And he's a striker. He's a he's a he's up front. Okay. You know he's a he's a he's a silly mid forward or whatever it's called. You know. <laughs> are we? Are that's, you? That's a funny cricket joke. Thank you, thank you. I, I would have said tennis, but there we go. Silly mid off. Uh, but it's a cricket position. Are you expecting a certain amount of goals? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. Like I the, want the, this guy the sort to... of, I would say the. Um, Sort of yardstick for a striker is twenty goals a season. How many games can we play in a season? Um, forty-five, roughly. You would say. Okay, so we kind of goal say... ev- well, slightly less than every other game is a good return. And I do apologise, listeners. We're getting into genuinely kind of Get- interesting this is, football, this is football talk, talk now. with a show called Hate. Uh, I guess my question is, how many? Strikers, how many goal scorers would a team have? Two, three? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. And if each is meant to score every other game. That would be excellent. That's excellent. You've done very well. Yeah. That's pretty good. Good for them. But I mean, we're talking like 1.3 goals a game, something like that. That'll do. That'd be great. That'll be excellent. So why do we keep getting so many nil nil draws? Well, not everyone's that good. It turns out. It turns out. After 100 years of association football, that not everyone's that good. Do are there certain games you can kind of like turn up for? You know, just well, kind of, it depends just kind of... who you are. You as a fan, I would say absolutely not. But yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, because so. in a league, very good game. Excellent. So let's say top of, top of top. I really did this hate just so I we could listen to you attempt to talk about football. Uh. There might be a market for you and I doing a football yeah, podcast. I think, actually. There prob- I think there probably is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the Premier League, excellent, which is top-notch football, sure, total football, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, uh, textbook football, uh, best of the best. Postage stamp. A draw mm. gets you one point. Very good. A win gets you three. Sure does. And there are twenty-two teams. 20 teams. 20 teams in the league. league. 38 games a season. And you play, every team plays each other twice. Correct. Home and away. Home and away. So how many games? 38 games. 38 games, I would have said. Yeah, 38 games. 20 times 2 minus 2 because you don't play yourself. Well, you can prove anything with maths, can't you? Uh, So 38 games. Yeah. Uh, So you could theoretically Mm. win every game. Sure. You would play 38. No. You would play 38 games. Uh, me, personally. No, would a, a team would play 38? You have to play 38 games. 38 games. So you that's, would win... That's unnegotiable, non-negotiable. So you would win... Uh, potentially, the maximum score you could get is 100 and... 38 times 3, whatever that is. Well, it's 90. 8 times 3 is 24. Okay. So it's 114 points. Excellent. It's the, it's the most you could that'll get. That'll do. I, what, that'll probably win you the league. 
That would probably win you the league. Has anyone done that? Like, no, anyone... Arsenal went a season unbeaten, but they, ah. drew, they drew a number of games. So you, you support a team which is in, not not the Premier League. Certainly not. Not league, the Champions not league. league. One, the third league, division. The third division. In old money. The third division in old money. Um, strategically now, mm. there are games where you could go like, let's just get a comfortable... Sure. Get I mean, it doesn't at our level. It doesn't happen that often because the players aren't particularly good. Mm. Frankly, in the Premier League, there are games where teams can play badly and win, and you think, well, that's just because they have better players. That's the way it goes. There is that's a, capitalism, I believe. Uh, there's a book called um, Free Economics. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. That. I've read like half of it. I think it's a whole franchise now. I think there's a podcast. I've definitely heard of that. Yeah, the idea was basically trying to make like economics interesting, mm. and I've only read a bit of it. But it opened, and they were talking about uh, the sumo league. Oh yeah, or in in uh, in Japan, big money. Yeah, indeed, in a sumo league. Indeed, it's, like, it's it's a similar thing, and how uh, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's basically like uh, you would play, you'd you'd fight in like 14 matches per season mm. or something like that. So the aim of sumo is to stay in the ring. Yeah. I either knock him out the ring yeah. or get both of their feet to leave the ground. Gotcha. Uh, that's my understanding. Yeah. And there was a thing, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's kind of like a league kind of thing where you yeah, kind yeah. of like gather points. And it was something like on your seventh game, mm. or match, sorry, not game, but... Basically, like this guy proved with maths yeah. and economics that there was widespread corruption. Right. Because it's basically like if it's best out of 15, mm. then like the seventh game can yeah. be very important. Sure. And he basically found that like if a dude had lost like six games in a row, right. And the seventh game was where he was going to. Yeah, you know, kind of crash and burn. He would win. He'd miraculously win. Yeah, so through the power of maths, he proved that. You'd think that someone would notice that before, uh, like a, a, a you financier. Th- yeah, you would think, wouldn't you? But I guess everybody was in on it. I guess there was like yeah. interest in kind of keeping uh, the games running. I, I guess. Know. Yeah, there's a good because uh, at university I did sports journalism. Mm. There was a good thing about when does sport become boring. And it's 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 when you know the result. About ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. And the answer the answer was <laughs> the last then time and you there. and I lived together. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's when you you know the result. It's when you know the outcome. Foot, uh... Like football, it particularly becomes boring because what's the point? You, and, and we talked about this um, the European Super League. It may have been on the podcast. It may have been just yes. when we were having a barbecue, which was an abort. They've given up on me. They've idea, given up on that. Yeah. We won't touch on that too much, but. But it's interesting that yeah, that's that's sort of how sport is defined that it loses its interest when it becomes boring when mm. you, when you know the result and that's why penalties I guess are exciting, but from a from my point of view they make me very very they, uncomfortable. I think they're too exciting and they're too random mm. because it's like I you've guess. watched the penalty shootout with me before. Yes, I have. Yeah, an England one and we lost. Yeah, we tend to lose. Yeah, well, again, even... and it's just, I just find it. I just find it. Overly, oh, an overly anxiety-inducing process. Mm. No, I, I no, really I, do. I agree. Even even from the outside looking in, I agree. I think uh, it'd be like uh, being, I don't know, being amazing at tennis. Sure. Say, 
And then if 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 a game ends on a draw, mm. they're like, I don't know, you can't have that. You've got to eat. You've got to eat five tennis balls in a minute or something. <laughs> That'd be like, great. Yeah. I love that. Like if you had a, for a you, while, I think I think eventually I'd become anxious. If but... you had a skill where you're like, I'm very good at tennis, yeah. can't eat a tennis ball. Yeah, that's not going to work. How they get, yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. Well, tennis you can't draw. That's a fact. Could it could go on? In theory, tennis could go on forever. Yeah, but tennis is. And it regularly does, doesn't it? Yeah, quite often. Used to be a nightmare when you wanted to watch The Simpsons on British yeah, terrestrial sorry, TV. Simpsons have been cancelled. It's the easiest thing to cancel, The Simpsons. Yeah, because everyone's cinema. You know, hashtag unique British problems. But when like Wimbledon's on, yeah, and the game just does not end. Yeah. They just they cut into whatever scheduled television that's going yeah. on. It just goes on and on and on. It and will, quite often you'll get it on both channels. It will never end. I yeah, don't, I don't quite know why that is. But again, it's like. Tennis is an absolutely nonsensical scoring system. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense at all. Let's not get into that. uh, 15. 15, 30, 40. And then... To love. But love is only if you... Love is zero. And love is a zero? Love is zero. I thought love was like a draw. No, love is zero. So it goes 15 love. Sorry, yeah, yeah. 15 love. 15 love, 30 love, 40 love. And then that's the game. And And then you have to win six games in a set to win the set but isn't it like and then you have to win you have to win either best out of three or five sets to win the match yeah and yet sorry you you de- you definitely know better because your mom your mom plays tennis yes yeah i watch tennis but like just remind me it, it's it's first to 40 to win a game or sort of it's or, it's, it's a, so 15 is one here we go yeah 15 is one yeah 30 is two yeah 40 is three. Yes. And then number and then game is four. So you yeah. have to win four points to win a game. Yes. But it's 15, 30, 40. But game. I thought, is there not also a thing where like if someone catches you up mm. and if it's like... If you get to 40, all that's called juice. Juice, that's the one. And then yeah. you have to win another two points. Yes, you have to beat them by two. Yeah. And then if, because if, if you, if it's juice, but you score one... You're then advantage. I, but then if the other person... Then scores. it's back to juice. Back to juice, yeah. But you have to then get the advantage, then game. Nonsensical. No, it is nonsensical. Absolutely. When gibberish. you break it down like that, it is nonsensical. I mean, it's fascinating gibberish, but it is yeah. absolute gibberish. It's good to explain it to people, and then you suddenly realise, yeah, that is nonsense. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it. But I would recommend to anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about for the last 20 minutes about penalties, just put it on YouTube. Just put penalty shootout on YouTube. And you will, you too will feel incredibly anxious. Even, I mean, even on the first night of your snag, we it was like Spain, Switzerland. It was. There's was penalty shootout in that, and there was a penalty shoot, and it yeah. was. It is tense. Yep, sure is. Arguably, it's it's a more interesting twenty minutes than the actual yeah, game that precedes it. Probably, is that possibly why you like football in the same way that like it's um, <laughs> no, but in the same way that golf is really just an excuse to go for a long walk. Mm. Uh, you know, football. Um, you know, you, there's a lot of time to drink and talk, and just well, you're not like, allowed to football because we're all thugs and no good nicks. Well, you're yeah. not allowed to drink in view of a pitch. What really? Yeah, yeah. If you can, oh god, really? Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Actually. So you don't, you don't, you never drink during the game. So you can't physically see. That's weird. If you can see the pitch, you're not allowed to drink. And that's kind of why. Which is which? To be fair, is excellent. It's an excellent rule, because otherwise everyone would be hammered. All the time. Well, to be fair, I mean, I think I'd need to be hammered to really enjoy a game. Yeah, there, there are games like that. But is that also why you get you absolutely stack it before a game Very to much like so, load yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to load up. Otherwise, what are you supposed to do? What do you do at halftime though? Do you... you go to the bar? 
Okay. So you can go back to the bar at half time. You can go back to the bar at half time. Half an hour? 15 minutes. Only 15 so you've got minutes. you got to drink quickly. Yeah. What's that, like a, a shandy? A half? Oh, no. <laughs> you got to drink quickly. <laughs> Depends. It depends what. It depends where you are. And bear in mind, you got a queue at the bar as well. Yeah. Well, there's some clubs do a good system where you can order before you go in. Some cute. Some clubs have a series of pipes that you just kind of <laughs> suckle on. Yeah, they should. Oh yeah, it's a big day. Quick, at, the, at the soccer. Good God, it's half time. Get into the hosing room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a hate. Go on then. Is it football related? No. Oh, oddly thank enough, goodness. No. I hate uh, sitcoms Uh-oh. starring comedians right. where the main character's profession is being a stand-up comedian. Oh, God. Which sitcom have you seen? Well, I mean, the quintessential classic would be, say, Seinfeld. Okay. Now, I'm going to I've give... never actually seen Seinfeld. No, I've never really seen Seinfeld. I'm going to give Seinfeld a pass mm. because it was maybe the first to do it. Right. But on Netflix, for example... Yeah. Uh, there are many now these more kind of slick modern yeah. uh, TV comedies sort of thing. Sure, but you get the blurb, you get the kind of like struggling, struggling stand-up. Uh, Dave is <sighs> uh, is struggling to make ends meet. <sighs> Will he be able to make a success of his career and life before his wife leaves him for a better stand-up? That kind of thing. That's incredible. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, I should write them because it's like. Okay, so yeah, it's a uniquely... Uh, okay, so maybe... I'm sure this goes on in other countries, but like from a, the culture that I consumed growing up, mm. American culture, British culture... Yes, those uh, are the only two. The Australian only, culture. The only ones that matter, right? So it seems that growing up, it was always a thing mm. where if you're a commissioning editor for like the yeah. BBC, sure, you go, you basically go every year to the Edinburgh Fringe... You know, the Fringe Festival, all these great comedians. Mm. You snap up new talent and you go, you are a very funny stand-up comedian. Yes. Your medium is being on a stage, telling jokes, making an audience laugh. You're very funny. Yeah. Would you like to do a sitcom on the BBC? And I have lost count of the amount of mediocre sitcoms I watched as a kid. Yeah. And and then you go, okay, so you are a 20-something... Up and coming, uh, edgy stand-up comedian probably ruins their career. Frankly, it might do. But then you go, okay, so now you've got to make a TV show. You're going to be the star. Mm. It's going to be a vehicle for your comedy. Yeah. What do you do? Christ. And now you've got to write a sitcom where you are the main character, but you're not. I suppose you can't say no either because you're an up and comer. No, but you want it. You'd want that. Yeah. Money. Like people are going to get to know you. But like. Yeah. There are several on, on, on... See, I'd like to think in that situation I would rather have my sort of professional dignity, but I would definitely take the money. Well, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, there there are... Now, at the same time, there are, pre- there are plenty of these shitty sitcoms mm. that are all founded around a, a central comedian. Yes. Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. It's... It's an awful television program. Again, I've never, I'm aware more of it than Seinfeld, but I've never really seen it. When I was at uni, every morning when I woke up, because yeah. I've always been an early riser and I could handle hangovers <laughs> a lot better back then, but like I, I'd get up in, in my university accommodation, put the TV on, 
there was a kids program called uh, the Koala Brothers, oh, which God. was charming as hell. I don't remember that at all. No, that's beyond our time. I shouldn't have been watching it. Okay. But I put that on, these little stop motion koalas. I'm like, oh, that's charming. <laughs> they fly a plane. And nice. then it'd be like an episode of Frasier. Sure. Love Frasier. Love a bit of Frasier. Love Frasier. And then it would be like, everybody loves Raymond. And that's when I turn off. Yeah. Because I get like five minutes of it. Like, this is garbage. This is absolutely yeah. awful. But it, but that's the thing. It's like getting a sitcom as a comedian, that's good money. Was Ray Romano a stand-up then? Yes. Was he? Yeah. They all have a career. This, you trace it back. They all started out as a stand-up comedian. See, I he, he, all I think of when I think of Ray Romano is Zach Braff. He could be his dad. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, they look like, they look, they look exactly they look alike. like the same person. It's weird though, because like, uh, I watched uh, that Martin Scorsese film. I went straight to Netflix last year or a couple the years gentleman? ago. Irishman. Irishman. And Ray Romano is in that as a minor oh. character. Oh my goodness. And he's actually really good. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, he can. He can do it. He can, like when he needs to. Yeah. He'll turn up and he'll put the work in. But there's been 19 seasons of Everybody Loves Raymond and that's like, yeah. just turn up and cash for check. Um, King, had, yeah. King of on. Queens. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. You know, and then in the UK, uh, remember um, Lee Lee Evans? Yeah, yeah. Sweaty slapstick Sweaty stand-up. Uh, he had a sitcom on British television called I... So, comma, What Now? Oh, I don't remember It was that. called Lee Evans, colon, So, comma, What Now? Question right. mark. Was it him playing a comedian then? No, and I'm, I'm bringing these up as the example of like, you, you can still be shit yeah. while not being a stand-up comedian. Sure. But like, Lee Evans, you're young, you're hot, the year what is... What happened to Lee Evans? I don't know. I think, we, I think the world... vanished off the face of the planet. I think the world realised he had a very limited shtick. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen a lot of him. He was in The Fifth Element. He was in Something About Mary. Was he? Yeah. That's the only thing, because I... Liz really likes Lee Evans, actually. I've never seen much of his stand-up. But I remember him being in that film as someone who was in love with Mary, as they all were. I feel like Lee Evans' dirty secret is that he's actually a clown. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I feel like if he... He's got, he's got the features. He's got the exaggerated body language yeah. of... I think he wanted to be a clown. Probably. But he decided what to be What if you're a, like a mime? He decided to be a... Com- yes, yes. I Probably think wanted the, to be a mime. That's his dirty secret. He's actually a mime. Yeah. And he would have been happier if he'd been a mime. But he well, there's loads of... There's so many different comedians do that stuff now. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Like Josh Widdicombe's got a show called Josh. Yes. Catherine Ryan's done one recently. Uh, Lee... Lee Mack. Lee Mack. Lee Mack one. does Not, not going, going Out. out which yeah. actually is sometimes all right. And I find... Sometimes. Okay, and what my point is, like, I think all of those, I think particularly the British ones, they're mm. pretty mild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, they're yeah. very safe, very... Not that funny. Not that funny. BBC Two, kind of canned laughter sort of thing. But I think also... Okay, so like, you know... Okay, you're Lee Mack, whatever. No, let's just... Theoretically, you are a young, mid-twenties, I don't know, edgy comedian. Sure. We like your shtick. We like your brand of comedy. Yeah. But sitcoms sell. Yes. So... You'll never become famous without a sitcom. So we're going to give you a sitcom. Yeah. You've got it. Go. Boss it about. Tell us. Yeah. And then you go, okay, I'm 25. I'm young. I'm single. Yeah. Uh, I've got a wacky friend. Yeah. You know, uh, my parents disapprove. They live yeah. next door. Sure. You know, 
got an on off on again or he's got, or he's got really quirky parents say. yeah oh my parents are aging hippies yeah you know they grow he's weed. the straight man in it yeah i'm trying to be normal but yeah. everyone else is you know everyone else around me is crazy and it just kind of writes itself i've got a lodger she lives yeah. upstairs she's an artist she's weird you know and then, then i use it all for my sitcom act yeah and you, and, and, then, and and then it just writes itself it's very easy yeah very easy and yet, that is still marginally better than them going, okay, write a sitcom. Who are you? What do you do? I guess I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah. There's one on Netflix right now, and I've only glanced over it. Maybe it's great. Maybe I'm being an asshole. But the, <laughs> the, but the blurb is literally like, a, a spy, an aspiring stand-up comedian in New York has to balance love and, 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 and work. And I'm like, nobody... Like, okay, who's going to watch that? Yeah. Who's going to go, well, I'm, I'm... I can relate to that. I'm a young stand-up comedian in New York. I want to, I want to, you know... Oh, so that's the person who's made it. Yes. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, no, that's my sitcom. But it'd be like, it'd be so, in, so self-indulgent. Like, if someone, go, if someone gave me a sitcom, and I'm like, and they go, okay, what's it about? You know, and I go, well, I guess uh, I'm an aspiring comic book writer... Yeah. Yeah, great. You're pitching to not point not not one percent of the population. But people is... say like, oh yeah, write about you know what you know, but like, don't write a biog. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't... yeah, write about about what you yeah. know. Don't write what you know. Don't write about yourself. Yeah, because because uh, again, I understand that that was one of the 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 criticisms, air quotes, about Seinfeld mm. is that in Seinfeld, his job is that he's a stand-up comedian. Sure. And yet he never tours. <laughs> like people are saying, the life of a stand-up. Oh, that's the criticism. Well, we're going like the that's life. The, that's what I've got a problem. The life with. of a stand-up comedian is driving around the country, going to shitty little clubs, yeah. doing things until you get noticed. Whereas, like he he has an apartment, he hangs out with his friends, he does nothing, and he goes to the same club every night around yeah. the corner and does comedy. You know, that's not what a comedian does. Yeah. And I will give Seinfeld a pass because it was the first one to do it. Yeah. And I, as I understand it, it didn't really matter because it was people only nitpick sitcoms like Seinfeld from that era yeah. because it's had longevity. It's like yes. where people nitpick Friends now and things like that because it's gone on for so long. People are now nitpicking it based on what it is now yeah or what they think it should be now rather than what it was then cuz I, I used to watch friends back I in love the day. friends the thing the, the i prefer i prefer though latter day friends do you i kind of like the later bit of friends mm. when they kind of were more confident in the characters cuz if i see like a really early episode of friends <laughs> it's a little cringy occasionally when they go like They'll try to do... I'm not even sure if social commentary is a word, but I remember one episode which was all about, like, wealth disparity. Yeah. And it was like... Oh, yeah, I remember that. Let's yeah. all go out to a fancy restaurant. And then literally, like, half half the crew have to go, hmm, yeah. like, sad face. I, I don't... I have, can't afford it. I don't earn as much money as they do. Yeah. And it does feel a little bit like the writers and the directors were going, like, we need to relate to, like, young 20-somethings. Otherwise, these are just sexy people in New York. And then eventually they just gave up and they were like, yeah, yeah. we're just going to have wacky they, Yeah, bullshit. they forget all yeah. that now. They're just like, yeah, they just do stuff. Um, now, we've, I th- I, we must have talked about this before, but the weird mm. thing with Friends is realising that they were probably like 20... Yeah, it's very upsetting. Or meant to be 20-something, yeah. 21, living in... I, whenever I watch Friends even now, I think they're older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're not. They're clearly not. 
Well, they're clearly not meant to be. No. At least. But I think, no, I think the actual actors were younger than we are now. Certainly yeah, at the start. That's, that's weird, isn't it? Certainly at the start. Yeah. It's very upsetting. It's like, it's it's the same with a lot of things, even footballers. Most footballers are now younger than me. Yeah, well, I mean... It's very off-putting. Yeah. No, because I, I have this um, problem where I kind of assume anyone I see who is successful mm. in any field... I go, well, they must be older than me. Must be. They must be. Because Otherwise, I'd be successful I, by Yeah, because I just need more time. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. I'd be on top I'm, of I'm, I'm this close. I'd be all this over This close to yeah. being successful. Uh, and then I realise that, no, that's not the case, actually. And They've just done very well. Good for yeah. them, you bastards. And I know there's a rational bit in my brain that goes, and I know that's because there's a lot of luck involved mm. in anything. And the TV... Is there, though? Yes, I genuinely... Yeah, there is. Yeah, I think there is. <laughs> I have to believe there is, yeah. Because again, like the TV, uh, there's only so many minutes that can go on mainstream television. So mm. they're like, you know, we're only going to shine a light on the interesting, beautiful, successful people. And, you know, they're not going to... It's about time they had their share of voice, isn't it? Yes, indeed, yeah. The young, successful people. The young, successful people. I'm a white male between the ages of 18 and 35. <laughs> Everyone listens to me. Everyone listens to me. As he's grabbing a can of gum and nuts. <laughs> Together at last. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it is harrowing. Because I, uh, I kind of, I, I never feel like I've actually arrived. I always feel like I'm still faking it or um, just biding my time, like that moment's going to come. And, uh, it might do. Might still. It might do. The best piece of advice i ever well i i've i've had two very 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 good pieces of advice in my life but one that really stuck with me was um success is not a flash in the pan mm. it's being quietly excellent for years there you go and that's what i tell myself yeah and you'll look back eventually and go yes that'll do <laughs> yeah when you retire yeah that that's fine when i'm um when i'm sitting in my ivory tower yeah you know, exactly uh, surrounded by all my holographic grandchildren <laughs> tell, look, us a, tell us a story I'll grandpapa look, I'll, I'll look back on a recording of this moment and i'll go <laughs> god i remember having clean water <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh, okay. i remember human contact Life after the event would have been much different if we'd been, if, even if we'd been able to save some of the children. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Wonderful. I mean, I have to tell myself, yeah, there's still time. We'll be fine. It'll be fine. Probably. Mid-30s, eh? Well, yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> how, did we st- how did we come to be sitting in this dark room <laughs> right now? I know. I should put a light on. You should, really. Uh, do you want to um, fill the air? When I I'll the fill the air. Oh, that was good. That was bad audio. Oh, it's fine. We're we're in a we're we're recording in the lounge today. We so are, we're in a different room, and there's no Nick here. So we're we're basically filling someone's job, uh, and actually in a completely different environment, which is uh, probably skewing us. All the all the listeners are probably thinking, "What the hell is going on here?" They're, they're talking about penalties and being mid thirties. They're probably going to think that like the audio quality is so much better than. Do you think? I don't know yeah. how I don't know how good the acoustics are in this room. Well, it's all the soft furnishings, you see. I see. Yeah. Um, I'm all right for now. Right, I've yeah. had I've still got a, a plentiful amount of beer in my hand. Um, well, if you're out there and you're listening and you're between the ages of twenty and thirty-five, then just know that you're fine for now, but eventually things will begin to go pear-shaped. I think um, the weird part is that we're not there yet. We're not at the pear-shaped moment yet. Thinking back on it, I mean, like, your 20s are 
they're not great. You're still finding your place. Yeah. You're like, still finding your place in the world. There was a lot there was a lot of freedom in your twenties. And I think mostly because you always had this kind of idea that you had so much ahead of you. Mm. Which is so This is getting this is getting very depressing. I suppose so. We could we should supposed to be a on. comedy podcast. Yeah. We should probably spin on. You'll be fine. You'll be. Don't worry yeah, about it's it. All right, You'll yeah. be fine. Have a drink. Have a drink. Treat You'll be yourself. Fine. Yeah. yeah be why fine. not? It's a fact you deserve it. Mm. You deserve it. Have you got love? I have, because Nick, um, before he got married, said his love was his future wife. My love, because otherwise I look Aww. bad, is my future wife. And this is the last episode before I get married. Because <laughs> it's the last episode we ever record. <laughs> Yeah, she won't let me do it after we get married. She you've, said I've got to quit. You've changed, man. <laughs> used to be cool. Used to, no, I was never cool. No, but it's true. Oh, There it is. Aww. I love my future wife. Um, it'll be cool to be married to her. Um, yeah. It'll be nice. I'm excited about it. How? Next step in my life. That's what I say. You, you, might, you might be 35 and thinking, oh, my life's going nowhere. But mine is. And that's the main thing. <laughs> Well, you see, now I feel now I feel like an asshole because I think. Uh, what have you done now? Well, let's roll it back. Did Nick get married in the course of his podcast? Yeah, sure he did. did. Sure did. Lucy and I got married. In oh, the course you didn't of his say podcast. it. I didn't say it. Oh no! What I'm what the only one. I'm the only one who didn't. We're going to need to go back and find out. I can't remember. That was like episode like twelve or yeah, something like that. I barely remember the last episode. A lot's happened. A lot has happened in that To be time. honest, yeah. We were young and vibrant at one point. Yeah, not on this podcast. No. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. How long have you How long have you known Liz? I have known Liz for just over five years. Five years, my God. Believe it or not. <laughs> Sorry, I was, bur- <laughs> I was burping when I said that. Um, I remember... Do you, you remember me young and single, John? I do. My reckless days. Um... Well, yeah, and from the outside looking in, I would say you are much, much, much happier. I am now I would than say you so. were as a single man. Thank you. Yeah, I would say that's correct. I would say that uh, Liz is is possibly one of the, possibly the best thing that's ever happened. I would ever say I would all, yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Imagine imagine where I would be now. I'd probably still be on the stag do. <laughs> I'd probably I'd be living that every day. <laughs> at least at least at least it only happened once that day. I like I like the idea. It's a reality where. Uh, you're single, but we throw you a stag do anyway. <laughs> the same stag do over and over just and you over. You go out in style like a Viking funeral. <laughs> just do it. It'll, it'll humour him. He's got no one. He's got no one. Why are you still here? <laughs> I don't even know who this is. We just hired in actors. It's kind of wild how Liz has become such a part of all our lives, actually. Well, not that wild for me. She is my my wife. Well, I mean, wild in like a good, lovely way. Okay. Because she's she's a pretty awesome person, actually. Yes. And, uh, she's going to be blushing listening to this. I does she, she listen to this? Does while she, she listen? Oh yeah, she listens. she listens to this while she works. My God. So she'll be blushing at the moment. Focus on your job, Liz. Yeah, get back to work. <laughs> hey, Liz. We're not going to earn anything otherwise. I'm unemployed. Hey, Liz. Re- reach. Okay. Pause. You know, you're typing now. Yeah. Stop typing. Look back at that last word you typed what and just and just double check it. What does it say? It's love, isn't it? It's yeah. You just type love. I bet it was. If you didn't, there's still an opportunity yeah, to... Yeah, just we, type love now. We can't hear you. Oh, that's nice. Love now, regards. Now, <laughs> now reach down into... Oh, I feel I feel weird saying this online, but we've planned this for so long. But if you reach down into the top drawer... 
no. Now, what's that? What's that next to you now? Open the drawer. Oh, what's that? I'm going to have to put something in the drawer. Oh, there's an envelope. What's in the envelope? Okay. It's a gun, Liz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> leave your desk. Yeah. Do not pause. <laughs> Walk, Just leave the house. Walk to the front door. <laughs> oh, we have a laugh. We have fun, don't we? I remember... Um, well, weirdly, I cannot remember the first instincts where we met Liz. I think I do. I do remember bumping in... Lucy and I bumped into Liz on the road yeah. after that. And you barely recognised her. Well, no, we had one of those kind of like polite, slightly yeah. awkward oh, conversations. Hello. But oh, oh, hi, hello. Yes, I remember. I remember you. Mm. And then, um, and then, uh, not long after that, we had the wedding of our good friend uh, Will Train. We did, and his other half Liz. Yes, which is a different a, Liz and a, a different Liz. A lot of Liz's out there. Yeah, uh, which is going to make actually yes, there are a lot of Liz's. Uh, I'm yeah. surrounded well, by One Liz's. of Liz's bridesmaids is also called Liz. Yeah. It's going to get very confusing. One of Lucy's colleagues is called Liz. Oh, for God's so sake. My sister's called Elizabeth. It's ridiculous. Which is the long version of Liz. Well, she's going to have to change. Yeah, That's someone's going to have to. And uh, we uh, we spent a day setting up in advance of that wedding. I recall, yeah. And I believe that you disappeared in a van to go <laughs> steal... No out. one asked me to. You... <laughs> You hopped in a van with other individuals. I was told to get in a van and I just, I didn't question it. And you just peeled out. I just went. To go get beer from the Channel Tunnel or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Something like that. And you were gone like 15 hours or something. It was quite a long... I was gone for a whole weekend. You were gone for a very long time. And uh, Lucy and I uh, spent a lot of time getting to know Liz because we were... Because you had no choice. We had no choice, yeah. (laughs) Hanging, uh, we were hanging curtains and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was when her event planning um, degree, mm. which she has, came into its own, I think, because uh, I think she very much helps to set up that event, from what I from what I hear. Well, knowing that she'll be listening, um, would you yeah. like to say something particularly nice yes. about Liz? Is I love so- Liz very much. I can't wait to marry her, and um, the future will be bright. Stop. No, no. Stop being so vague. Stop dealing in these broad... Okay. Uh, um, what? Pla- placage, what, are you looking, what are you looking for? Give it, what's, a, what's a thing you admire about Liz? Let's just lay it oh, out there. Oh, I admire so much about Liz. Her organisation, her uh, cheer, her ability to... Uh, her cheer? In, her cheer. Her ability to engage with everyone. Her ability that everyone oh, likes cheer. her. Oh, cheer. What did you think I said? Like cheer, like a cheer seed, like a plant. No, I don't admire... She doesn't have any plants. <laughs> Terrible gardener. <laughs> Her cheer, her her persona, ah, the fact that everyone likes her, everyone does like her, everyone it, becomes yeah. her friend. It's very you. You'd have to be a monster, I think, to dislike. Yeah, Liz. I don't. She's, I don't know anything that you could dislike about Liz. No, she's basically um, far, far, far too good for you. Yes, I would agree. And uh, I'm saying this to you now. Thank you. He's looking right at me. Do not screw this up. <laughs> you, she's for the love of God. I'm holding him by the lapels now. Yeah. Uh, no, I I don't intend to. No, she's awesome. And then we'll all be married, you, mm. me, and Nick. Not to each other. Yeah, we'll finally teach you the secret handshake. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, hey! You'll get to come. You'll get to come to the weekly oh, meetings. That'll be good. Yeah, can't wait for that. Look at us, eh? Married, married with actual women, with women. <laughs> yeah, with with genuine who, people who we didn't repulse yet. Yeah, we we've yet to disappoint a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Like like most of them, but we've come close. You only need one, yeah, to actually think you're okay. Yeah, it's basically like life is basically finding one person who'll tolerate you. Yeah, 
Thanks. Tolerate is a is a is a base necessity. Like is a plus. Love. Now that's that's something. That would be lovely. That would be. Nice. If someone loves you for who you are, oh. you've done all right. If someone has seen you at your worst, yeah, like you have seen me. I've seen you at your. Well, I have we, actually. I have actually seen you. I no. Yeah, we joke about it. I have actually now seen you at your worst. Yeah, probably. Too hot for podcasting. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and you still love me in a way. I do. <laughs> I do. I love. I, lo- I love you enough to consider calling a paramedic. <laughs> <laughs> But not actually doing it. No, I love you enough. I love you enough to shine lights in your eyes to work out if your <laughs> pupils are responding. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, oh it's no. good to laugh about past trauma. Yeah, we got through it. Oh, good for you. We got through it. Should I? You carry on. Okay. Well, that was getting far too. We're getting very emotional on this. Well, I'll, I'll try. First, on... the penalty shootout. I'll I'll try not to get emotional now as I talk about my love. Here we go. I love a Red Bull. Soapbox. Oh, Derby. Thank goodness we're not going to get emotional. <laughs> um, what? What? Tell me a what it is and b you why. must you must. Know well, what I can this imagine is. it's a go karting competition of it sorts is. down a hill. So you know, Red Bull have cornered the market in sponsoring ridiculous sure, sports like plane racing. Well, they do cool stuff like plane racing and the guy who jumps from the top of the rocket or whatever. Yeah, they did the guy did the, the Felix Baumgartner. Yeah, which is insane. Uh, and then they also do like the wingsuits. Yes. Um, or the guy who like flew across the channel in basically like a, a wing strapped to his back and a mm. jet. And then they also do the really stupid kind of challenges sure. where they do the flug tag. Right. Which is like the flying competition. Okay. Where they find a big body of water. You right. must have seen this. They, it's like a Birdman competition. They build like a great big platform above this big body of water. Right. Oh. Yeah. I think I've seen it. Yeah, it's like 30, 20, 30 foot above the water. Yeah. The idea is that you build a plane, yeah. quote unquote, a glider, and then they a team pushes you off the edge. Yeah. And it's how far maybe, do you fly? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Now, I think that's amazing. I, I love it. Yeah. But it also kind of like does terrify me a little bit because I'm not good well, with should. I'm not good with heights. So if I was ever going to compete in something, as much as I'd like to do the flug tag, yeah, I don't think I could actually yeah. do it. However, we also do the soapbox challenge. That sounds yeah slightly better. And that's basically you have to build an unpowered car. Yeah, like a, there's an episode of The Simpsons about it. Yeah. When Bart makes one. Yeah, and, and like, I think, I don't know what the rules are. Sometimes there's one person in it, sometimes there's two. But it has to be completely unpowered. Mm. And then they just, um, yeah, there's, they, they have a big ramp and they have a course. And you, it's all just downhill. Yeah. And there's, like, slaloms and uh, a little jump and a ramp and stuff like that. Sure. And I... Is this on YouTube or something? There's tongues on YouTube. Right, yeah, okay. we started watching it on YouTube. And I suddenly realised that like one of my greatest aspirations in life might actually be to be... Is this like a worldwide thing? They do... I think they do like... Uh, yeah, because yeah, they've been doing... I mean, like uh, in Zurich, in Japan, nice. in... Uh, so there's a UK version, presumably. Yeah, there's a London one. Nice. Yeah. And it's like... Was um, well, it kids or adults? No, it's... Ad- oh, God, it's no, adults. no. It's grown, grown adults, yeah. Right. Uh, it's kind of amazing that like nobody has... Uh, seriously injured Perished, himself, yeah. as far as I'm aware, because you know there's some great compilations of crashes. Yeah, um, but they all walk away. But yeah, they they, they you get you get scored on uh, creativity, mm. like how wacky is your car? Yeah, you get you get to do like a little thirty second kind of 
routine, for lack right. of a better word, while you're kind of like unveiling your car. Okay. So some people do a dance, some people do like <laughs> weird kind of like skunks and whatever. Right. Uh, and then I think they grade you on how your car actually does while you're going down the hill. Right, okay. You should get it up on YouTube. Go yeah. Like, uh, Red Bull Soapbox. After you've looked at the Taskmaster Watermelon. Yes. Yes. And, and Seinfeld. This is your homework. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of think we should do it. Okay. Done. I mean, I imagine... I don't know how we'd build it. Well, we work that out. Yeah. Do we know a mechanic? I'm a part-time worker. I'm willing to learn. Yeah, I guess. I, think, I feel like we'd be one of the ones that crashed. But what a way to go. Yeah, I guess. Didn't we go to somewhere once where your dad worked and they had the robot from Robot Wars there? Yes, once upon a time, my dad used to work That's just for... popped into my head for some reason. No, he did, yeah. My dad used to work for British Energy. Mm. And at a time when Robot Wars was a cultural phenomenon in the Robo UK. Robot Trumble. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Robot Rumble. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Robo Trumble. Robo Trumble. And, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, the... Um, a team of people who just so happened to work at British Energy mm. had entered a robot which had done really well. Yeah. It was called like Body Hammer or something like that. It was that. one of the ones that was like one of the original, like really well known ones, which I now obviously can't remember. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, it's a father and son team and they've taken like a go, like a little remote control yeah. car and put like, like a. Bre- a the, the bread bin. Yeah. With a, with a knife sellotape to it. Yeah. This was like a proper. It was like a wet, weird, funky wedge shape with like a yeah. lever. It was. I, I do vaguely recall it. And we, I think we went to like a, and it did really well. Like it was it, really fucking big as well. Yeah, I remember it was They're massive. Bigger than you think. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, we went to like a. The company was doing like a kind of company barbecue or something mm. like that, and um, you came along, and yeah, they had. I wasn't invited. I just turned up. Yeah, you just you were often there in my childhood, and um, yeah. but yeah, they had Body Hammer there or like yeah. the shell of it at least whatever it was but that's the thing like, you'd watch robot wars as a kid yeah. and i assumed they were maybe like a foot across yeah it was massive because you've got no frame of reference you yeah. just get this battle arena you can't see anything and... I, remember, I remember it being really big yeah like, it was, it was bit, much 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 it. bigger than you think but you always think watching those kind of shows oh i could do that i could make one of those you can't unless you actually have a specialty I feel... Or you're willing to learn, as you say. I could... I don't think I could ever build, say, a robot. No. In the same way as Robot Wars. I don't have those skills. But I feel... Derby. I feel that's more in my wheelhouse. Yeah. See, I'm imagining a giant Red Bull can. I think it's been done. Yeah. I think it's been done. That's the problem. With wheels on it. Well, here's the thing. There seem to be two schools of thought. Mm. And I need to do research because I I imagine competition is fierce to actually get into it. The engineers. But like, um, I don't think you have to be particularly skilled. Right. Because as as evidenced by the fact, I think there's a lot of idiots who just do it. Sure. You're not meant to be good. You're just meant to be entertaining. Okay. So I think well, that, that that might stand us in good stead. I think when you enter, you have to make a kind of pitch as to what your kind of gimmick is going to be. Right. Now there seem to be a lot of uh, teams that have like it's almost like I wonder if you can buy it. There seems to be you can buy like a chassis. Yeah. So it's maybe I don't know four foot wide, maybe like five six foot long. Yeah. And it's got four wheels and like a metal frame, and it's kind of flat. 
and then they kind of build the car on top of it. Okay. And then others, they seem to have like bicycle wheels. <laughs> so the, the it's school... just a bicycle with a shell bit around it. There's a couple that have just looked like yeah. bicycles, but yeah, I'll show you some when we're done recording. Yeah. But like, there's some that seem to be like it's four squat wheels, like a go kart, right? And others, it's like it's four big bicycle wheels. Yeah. And what I've learned is you don't want bicycle wheels. Okay. Because it seems like the moment you do like a jump and you land, those wheels just crumple. Oh. Like, we saw some pretty spectacular crashes, actually. Yeah. See, I would go down the aerodynamic route. Mm. Oh. But then I might be wrong. Well, I know you're an engineer at heart, you know. <laughs> I don't even know what that word means. But I might be wrong. I might be completely wrong. Yeah. I might not know what I'm talking about. All of, all of my reference with regards to that competition is the Simpsons going down a hill. Yeah. That's it. Okay. I think you'd want... I'm sure I'm very wrong. I'd want a bit of speed. Yeah. Oh, I sure. feel like you're only gonna get you're only gonna get to do that once. Yeah. You you're gonna want to do it fast. Do you have to nominate a pilot. Well, some some cars have two people in. Right. But it's a bigger team. Yeah. Like the team might have helped build it. They do like a weird little routine, and then they push it. You're allowed sure. to have people like kind of give you a cool you, running you need a kind of yeah. yeah to kind Absolutely. of like get you get you off the edge. Um, but again. I imagine, like, you look at it, you see the footage, and you're like, oh, they don't they don't seem to be going that fast. But they are. But I reckon if you're in it, you're like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Things always look less impressive on the telly, I yeah. think. If you look at even, like, a scenery, like a backdrop, like a landscape, you look at it on a photograph or on the telly, and you think, oh, that looks pretty cool. But then when you see yeah. it in person, you're like, holy shit, that's incredible. Wonderful. It's the same as Robot Wars scale. It's the same as Soapbox Derby speed, one would imagine. Well, nothing's nothing's real on television. No, isn't it? E- even we're, get, we're having so many existential crises yeah. this evening. Whatever you see, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't feel like Jesus it's actually Christ. happening. Yeah. We need Nick back, don't we? Yeah, he was never really in the real world. He he always he kind did. of kept it like we need we need someone who doesn't live quite so relentlessly in the real world as we do. We need we need a guy who'll see that who'll see the zip line of life. <laughs> we'll just go yeah, for it. That's a metaphor, isn't it? We we need a guy who'll ignore. The conspicuous pool of like black rope. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even look. Didn't even Didn't look. Didn't even look. God bless him. He's just not got a yeah. care in the world. Yeah. He just went. And we'll always remember him. <laughs> in that moment. Um so yeah, that's my that that would be one of my lifetime goals. I reckon okay. we should do that's achievable. a show called Hate Team. Should we record whilst we're on the going thing? down? Yeah. That could be our table. Our 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 cart could be a table on on wheels. Yeah, with with podcasting equipment. We could it. do that, and that yeah. would be our gimmick. We can make it happen. These guys are going to podcast whilst <laughs> they go down. That's the kind of gimmick. Because it's not about being good. It's about having a gimmick. Yeah, that could be our gimmick. You've got to make it stand out. We're going to record our podcast. Yeah, and that'd be good for listener numbers, probably. And yeah, we. I mean, we'll definitely get like one. Yeah. At least. Maybe maybe less. Maybe <laughs> maybe less. <laughs> well look, I, I feel I'm gonna ask because I have to, because we're we we, we never deviate from the, the format. No, but I love um, the format, it's great. What do you think won? Love or hate? Well, I'm gonna have to say love, aren't I? This well, time. that's unfair. For the first time in a while, I think I'm gonna have to say love. Your heart has grown by My heart has grown, although not physically, because that would be very dangerous. Um, my, but my heart has grown uh, metaphorically. Metaphorically, yeah. Yeah, only metaphorically. Uh, well, um, 
Uh, yeah, I guess love. It's Why nice not? To be, otherwise, we're tied. I guess love. We've never I, had a tie before. I have to believe in the likelihood that you're going to get married. Yeah, and I'm one day. Gonna... I mean, it's it's pretty strong likelihood. Yeah, I mean, look, 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 we're we're at a crossroads here, and we've chosen the path where you get married. Yeah, and I get to ride a a Red Bull. Good, I think I think this the is the the right side of reality. Yeah, I think so, we've done well. So by the time we get to episode two hundred, <laughs> we're going to be. In... I'm not going to have the energy for that. <laughs> we're gonna... Jesus, we're going to be in traction, and we're gonna yeah. be, and we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about our our soapbox. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be a good way to celebrate. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, uh, wait. So I mean, this is going to come out next week, and you're getting married. So so yeah. By the time next episode comes out, by the time the next episode comes out, the next time we record the next episode, you're going to be well married. I'm going to be so married. You're not even going to see it coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Do, do you have any uh, advice to like your future married self to see us off? Don't screw it up. You'll be fine. Uh, and to advice to the single people who are worried they'll be single forever, you'll you'll probably be okay. I can't guarantee it, but I'm sure with a bit of effort, you'll you'll be fine.